I am Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up Simpsons. Simpsons. This episode is a special live show that we recorded from the North Door in Austin, Texas. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Our um, guests, as you saw in the episode description, but I'm going to shout them out right now. Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young. From Night Attack, which we love. This is a very fun episode that has all types of twists and turns. There's live music, but there's also a proposal that happens. Oh, it is a podcast episode directed by M. Night Shyamalan himself. Uh, so tune in and let us know what you think. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And, and everything's coming up, Simpsons! Simpsons. We are so excited uh, to have our special guests, plural, with us. Uh, we rarely ever do this because, you know, most people, they just don't get along. We put them, once as an experiment, we tried to have numerous guests on, and they ended up fighting each other and hating each other, and we never aired it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was fun for us, a nice yeah. little social experiment. We never did it again uh, until this very night. Mm. Uh, but we are so excited. These are friends of the show. Uh, they have a tremendously more successful podcast than we do. Uh, so we... <laughs> Thank you. We were fishing. Uh, Can you say it louder for my mother? <laughs> Thank it is you. true. <laughs> How dare you besmirch our guests? I know. I'm sorry. Uh, we are so excited to have them from Night Attack. We have Brian Brushwood and Justin Robert Young. Yeah! Come on up here. Yeah! Come on up. Come on up. Huh? <laughs> yep. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on the show. Man, when you talked about melting down on a podcast, we're like, uh, is she making fun of us from that time yeah. that we melted down on the podcast? We've definitely <laughs> melted down. We've definitely melted down on the podcast uh, many times. Uh, so, if you can help the listeners at home by identifying which of you has which voice, uh, uh, I, 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 I'm Brian Brushwood. I used to have that annoying haircut uh, that was from a Street Fighter Two character, and I probably taught your dad <laughs> a, a magic trick. Yeah, if you Google uh, Brian, all of the pictures actually poke your eye out. It's yes. unbelievable yeah. how spiky yeah. your That's hair was. That's by contract with Google. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I, I'm Justin Robert Young. I'm the other guy. The other guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, if you're not familiar, he's the salt and pepper bearded guest uh, sure. uh, 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 host, uh, co-host. Uh, all my co-hosts have salt you, and pepper beards. You guys, <laughs> so I'm, thank you for differentiating me. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's I Brian Brushwood and the other one. I was going to say, Brian, I just want to point out like how much of a professional podcaster you are because you are going into describing visuals that the listening audience can't see. Yeah. But now imagining you just doing that in your everyday life. <laughs> My wife doesn't like it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I was uh, just like, oh, well, it's good to see you showering again. You're looking very supple. Uh, the fog dear, dear God. on the Was that glass. part of your podcast meltdown? Just calling people <laughs> supple? I'm looking at both of you and can't tell whose voice is what. Your guys' voices are way too similar for Wait, the show. Really? To work. Yeah, talk. Wait, really? So? You think so? Oh my you think god! So? You think so? You think so? <laughs> you think so? You think so? I'm from Florida, and I punch people. It's just an hour of this. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Austin. <laughs> is Itchy the cat? <laughs> uh, so this is obviously so for for those that don't know, uh, this podcast is about the Simpsons. Uh, is there anyone here <laughs> just who a, has just in case it? you missed the ticket, the marquee, the yeah. introduction, leaves. the trivia uh, contest? If you were here for the Faith Hill podcast. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. You're in another venue. But we'll if you were here for F is for Family, that is up the road <laughs> at the Netflix Tower. Uh, is there anyone here who has never seen The Simpsons before? 
Because there actually was someone at the last live show. You? Oh! Is it you? Holy sh- no way. this man oh a round of applause. This is one of ours. This He's right. never seen The Simpsons. This is a very bizarre way to get an introduction where instead of getting to enjoy an episode, <laughs> you have to listen to nerds dissect each joke and tell you why it's funny. I, 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 just for a second, I just feel like there's a deep betrayal of trust for somebody <laughs> who I thought was a fan uh, in, in a cohort for, for years and years and years. You sincerely put your pinky, pinky in the your pinky swearing. You've never seen a single episode of The Simpsons. You're dead to me. <laughs> no, he's not. Now, you didn't you reach out to us on Twitter? Yes. So this man asked us, uh, sh- he said he's going to the show and he's never seen it. Should he watch it in preparation? I said, you should have this be your first time. So he, yeah. we're going to, all of us here, probably for the first time, are going to take someone's virginity and it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be really yes. sexy and finally, good. Finally, finally. It's going to be great. And you consent, right? yeah, yeah, really quick, do you consent? He yeah. does. Yay! Yeah. He consents. <laughs> he consents. <laughs> he consents. It's the He's Simpsons drinking, way. So it's well, all right, like all right. Going to, I want to say, like a Rolling Stones concert and not listening to any music. Or what's another? What's a better example? No, no, that's as good as it gets. That's as good as it gets, baby. <laughs> I mean, except going to a Spinal Tap concert. Whoa! Whoa. So uh, this episode is absolutely insane because of all the Spinal Tap stuff. Uh, and because it's just about a tertiary character. Uh, you, you probably have already had it spoiled, so you don't need to act like I ruined your night just now. It is on the screen. Uh, spinal Tap is in big letters with a, with the umlaut on the end, yep. uh, which is fun. But okay, so we kind of already hinted to you uh, what the episode's going to be. Um, let's talk a little bit about what the episode is, and then we're going to ask you guys why this episode. Yeah. Uh, but actually, just really quickly... Night Attack, I assume most of our listeners are already fans, but can you just let people know uh, what the show is and, and what part you guys both play? It's an all-too-honest friendship of 10 years, largely most of which has happened on Skype conversations. Effectively, yeah. Uh, you don't think like, their voices sound identical? So, I mean, do we really sound that <laughs> Do we really sound that you're, now, now you're, you're doing now, a bit. Now you're just no, sounding like me. You're, you're trying, trying to, to make sound me, like me sound like you. And so you I grew, sound growing like up in Davie, Florida. I didn't know. I, really... I grew up in Houston, Texas, <laughs> and then I went to Norway for a while. Goodbye, Julia. Hey, boss. <laughs> Julia has left the building. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, so here's my question about this particular episode. Is uh, I, this came out what 1992? Is that right? Mm. So I honestly, <laughs> I, 1992. I know it was early 90s, and I couldn't decide, given the fact that Spinal Tap was a parody of of of, of older classic rock band documentaries beforehand. I couldn't tell like. Are they in on the joke, or are they the butt of the joke? Plus, also, you have the fact that one of the Spinal Tap members, uh, Christopher Guest, uh, wait, no, not Christopher Guest. Harry Sheer. Harry, Harry Shear, of course, yeah. is one of the, the, the regular cast members on here. So I'm sure it was an easy phone call for him to get the rest of the band into it, even if they were the butt of the joke. But and, wouldn't, and it, I, wouldn't it be funny if they were the butt of the joke and Harry Shear's feelings were hurt, but he didn't realize it until after? Like, <laughs> that's a very good prank. Well, but also, like, the point of Spinal Tap is they are the butt of the joke, right? Yes. Like, because, like, Spinal Tap, the documentary, is that they're this failed band that's reinvented themselves several constantly. times. Yeah. And, like, they constantly They're pretentious. Are, yeah, yeah, but yet they think they are Led Zeppelin, and they're very much painfully not. Yes, and we're going to honestly have, I think, a very deep philosophical debate of what that 
means, just in case anyone can't tell what we're talking about, uh, that doesn't remember which episode Spinal Tap is featured, uh, we're going to give you a brief synopsis of The Auto Show. Yes. Well, first I want to say that, um, of course, we're talking about the episode The Auto Show. This is a 22nd episode of the third season, and it originally aired on April 23rd, 1992. Fucking Brian for the win. The synopsis is, um, in the episode... By the way, for people that listen to the podcast, you, of course, know that we read uh, the synopsis ice cold from Wikipedia. So it could be good, could be bad. It's usually very bad. It's usually incredibly bad. That is why we refer to characters as uh, Bart's uh, Bart's dad. Bart's dad. (laughs) Homer's son. um, uh, The blue hair lady. (laughs) Selma Bouvier, uh, Bart's aunt, you know. (laughs) It's just overly formal in a way that only a robot could write. (laughs) Uh, Which is the future. The singularity is near. Okay. In the episode. What if I just got really political in the middle of this and was like, this is a TED talk, actually. Um, (laughs) I need an audience and I crave it. Okay, in the episode, Bart decides that he wants to become a rock star after attending a Spinal Tap concert. So Homer and Marge, his parents, (laughs) (laughs) buy him a guitar. He shows the guitar to Otto, the bus driver. All the right. bus driver man. Bus driver man. The bus who, driver man. Who plays it and consequently makes the children late for school. Man, this is like, <laughs> I need a Cliff's Notes version for this one. Racing to Springfield Elementary, Otto crashes the school bus and is suspended uh, until he can get his license back. Bart, who respects Otto... Bart, who goes to school. <laughs> wait, hold no, on, hold Real quick, on. it's Don't not clear to me who end. Otto is in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're elaborating. Is okay. Otto the bus driver? Otto is not technically the bus driver in this situation oh, anymore. Good but point. It's a good thing I asked. Driver, but regardless of the situation, Bart respects him. Bart, Homer's son. Um, are we all caught up? Bart, son of wait, Homer. Wait, wait, wait. How is this working for the man who's never seen The Simpsons? Okay. Yeah! Bart, son of Homer, king of the Andals. We're going to keep First checking of his in name. on you. I also love that you're the same gentleman who uh, wanted me to follow my dreams and wanted my mom to know that earlier. You were, yeah. you were cheering me on in a very positive way. I appreciate it. Okay. So where were we? We are getting deep. Bart. Simpson. 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 Who First respects of his name. Otto. Invites him to move in with the Simpson family. The Simpson family. What? Bart is part of the Simpson. It feels like he's outside of it in this. I tell you, who writes these? And if it's any of you in the audience, I will yell red. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, applaud that too. is Is that done? It's done. It's done. Okay, great. So that is more or less the uh, the episode. Uh, it, it kind of is pretty much the only story. There's not too much of a V story that happens in this episode. Um, I feel like we talk about it a lot. A lot of people don't give the earlier Simpsons uh, a lot of credit. And I think that it is so fun to go back, especially if you are used to season four through eight episode, which is the best episode of anything ever. Yeah. Except for the next one. And that one's better than that one. I know, one. I know, I know. But we were having this b- debate to, backstage. To put we this were in like, perspective, uh, this episode, is it BM or AM? Uh, before monorail or after mon- monorail? <laughs> It's B. It's BM. BM or AM? I mean, to be honest, that's the dividing line, isn't it? No? I don't know. 
I, I mean, feel like everybody has their different dividing lines. People, yeah. Wait, 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 so wait, what are your dividing lines? Uh, uh, like when it gets good, because I have my no, no, when no, it gets no, bad. No, I mean, like, no, when it gets classic. Like, when it gets like, classic. Like yeah, golden, golden era. Golden, golden era, era. to Half. me is four through eight. So the beginning, episode one, season four. Yes. And what about you, Julia? I'm very generous. And? I want to say that uh, season two has a lot of really great moments. We of get course. dancing Homer in season two. Bart cries. Yes, but is that classic? It is. It is not technically classic. Okay. I would say that um, it it is the golden age season four through eight. You're correct, yeah. Allie. Okay. Does yeah. anyone else uh, have no, a differing no, no, no. opinion, no, no. though? Counterproposal. No, no, no. Counterproposal. No, 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 no. Counter no, no, no. Can someone tell me a different answer than four through eight? Uh, I have another one. Uh, I said BMAM before monorail and after monorail. There's also uh, uh, BBM and then uh, ABM uh, before Bartman and after Bartman. And what is your feeling of Bartman? I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know that Michael Jackson wrote it. That's we all really right. quickly. Yeah. Uh, uh, you are lucky enough to have been in LA at the time. Uh, the Simpsons took the bowl, which was a Hollywood uh, bowl uh, show where they just did Simpsons music. Conan O'Brien came out and sang. Hank Azaria came out and sang. It was amazing. It was. They made the entire Hollywood bowl look, uh, you know, decorated with Simpsons stuff. Weird. Al came out. It was so great. It was a, a perfect night. Julia and I both cried when they did Lisa, It's Your Birthday. It was so wonderful and special. Yeah. And they closed it with Do the Bart Man. Oh. <laughs> it was like if you had gone to see the Beatles and then they ended it with like a cover of like one of their like first like Please Please Me songs. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's or so it was insane. just Paul talking about what they did backstage. Now that's a closer. Yeah. That that's how closer. you finish. Exactly. And, and, then they had, and then they had a recorded clip of John yelling, Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who read the news? Uh, I, <laughs> I, I work at Mad Magazine, and um, I, it's just a place of business. Uh, but I, I pitched a joke. It was a cartoon of Winston Churchill like listening in on their sessions, and it's his ghost. And it's just like, my ears are burning. And my <laughs> boss was in Hawaii, and he called me to be like, I really hate that joke. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm the editor for now, but we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> I think you're going to go away with a great legacy that is <laughs> completely earned. <laughs> uh, Winston Churchill being flattered that he's being jerked off to by the Beatles. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll go down as having done. Uh, were we were we still on the thought of this BBM AP? I don't know. I'm bio. not seeing any other hands. Yeah, Does yeah, anybody yeah, have yeah. another dividing line before or after monorail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Br bring us, bring us the golden age of the Simpsons, you sir. Before, Before New, New, York, York, New York, after New York. <sighs> they really made a big deal about that New York thing. Yeah. And then they, they did that trick where they resold the rerun with a different premise. They took, like, the, not the A plot or the B plot, but, like, the, the C minus plot. It would be, like, uh, in the tradition of Ben-Hur, because there was three seconds of a Ben-Hur joke in there, it's The Simpsons. And you're like, wait, this is just the New York episode. That's weird. Hmm. Well, anyway, this, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was simply saying that this is an episode that I think a lot of people forget about, and it's really great, and it's, it's focusing on a character that, you know, it's pretty early for them to be going into side characters, because, like, as we yeah. go later, uh, we get into, you know, Selma and right, right, uh, different right. people's stories, and Otto really is just the bus driver, and it's interesting to go into a story so early on into the show, uh, and one of the questions that we've had throughout the podcast is, how old is Otto? And you kind of get... We actually had 
had this conversation last, last night, night when we dude. were watching the show. Can, can, can I just say this in uh, you know writ large about this episode? I think that the Golden Age of the Simpsons, to me, is more like Julia. I, I, I go from like as soon as it gets its own voice from the Tracy Ullman show, yeah, it became famous. Oh and yeah, anything that you like, yes, comedy nerds can say that its comedy legacy comes after season four, but. That doesn't happen unless seasons two and three happen that really capture the nation's attention. And there are elements of this show that are really the germination for sets like that. Like it sets up everything that comes up after. Uh, that's actually a really good point, because specifically you could tell there's a bunch of jokes that that in you know 2018 sort of seem incomplete. Like, well, you were just transgressive. And it's like, oh, wait, nobody was doing yeah. that. No, at no, this no. Time. You invented that kind <laughs> of joke. Right. Well, I was going to say, so off of the... Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm glad anyway. we settled this. <laughs> yeah. We know there was a harsh debate. <laughs> Moving on. No, 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 no. But Justin, I'm with you in that where, like, it's... I mean, let's think about, like, The Simpsons' legacy and, like, how there's... The longevity of this show, I mean, it surpassed all other scripted shows. Um, and I feel like a lot of people sort of, you know, pit it up against Saturday Night Live for being, like, the two shows that are going to be on till after the apocalypse. Um, but it's a completely different animal, and usually, like, shows, TV shows don't last longer than, like, five seasons if you're lucky. So they're in, like, their second season, third season, and if you read anything from the writers and, like, where their heads were at during that time, they constantly were like, we're gonna get canceled. Yeah. So they already felt like they were hitting their peak in that's season a, That's two. a crazy idea. The idea that what we perceive as them just beginning the expanded Simpsons universe is actually to the writer's room like, well, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel now. I guess yep. we'll do an episode with Otto. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but they have, like, such a unique uh, experience uh, both, like, you know, from uh, show or, uh, sto- storytelling point of view and just like a show running point of view of being able to go okay so here's like the first chapter of what we thought this show was going to be which I feel like is like seasons one through three or perhaps season one is its own thing and then two through three is our own little thing and then season four it felt like you know everybody in the room was like this is actually going to be something that's going to be on for a while let's have a little bit more fun and I think that that's why people attribute it with being the golden age because it was when the pressure was just a little less on they, yeah they, they kind of had nothing to lose because yeah. like, like what comes next is cancellation so in the face of you know the black void of nothing you know what do you right. do you make an episode about auto well and also at that time and even when this episode airs I don't think anybody in that writer's room knew that Fox was going to still be a thing. And that, oh, that, absolutely. And, that, and that's something that, like, gets lost in history now that we are in a point where Fox is the fourth major network. But, I know. Like, and now that Disney was, that was a joke. this as well. And they predicted that, too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. But at the time, they were the toilet flush capital of all networks. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, like, they were. That's what they were competing with. I mean, like, it was, it was married to the children doing the joke about, like, where we're standing in the uh, living room so we can get Fox tonight. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, uh, in addition to kind of the impact, uh, this being uh, this episode kind of encapsulates that early uh, kind of, you know, it, it, the show has clearly found its voice at this point. Uh, it means a lot in terms of looking at the big picture. We could get really high and talk about even more ways that's true, but for now, yeah. what about this episode speaks to you on a larger 
way. I, I gave you a list, and I, I will be honest. I gave a list uh, to Brian saying, pick one of these that hasn't been done yet. He picked the first one because it was the first one on the list. <laughs> to, be um, honest, to be honest, I picked it I because it had... Uh, uh, to, to be honest, I picked it because it had uh, multiple vectors for us to talk about. The fact of the Spinal Tap crossover and also the fact that, I mean, they're all good. Can I tell you the thing that actually spoke to me the most is um, I saw this for the first time in 1992 when it came out, but I quit my day job at a tech company to be a touring magician in 1999. So as a result, the thing that, that rang home for me 20 years later in 2018 is looking at the way they represent the Spinal Tap concert. There's no giant screens, nope. no projectors, nope. no lights. It's, nope. it's, it's five pieces of band equipment and some spotlights and a banner in the back that says Spinal Tap. And now that looks weird as shit. <laughs> <laughs> And yet, that was every community college I performed at exactly how it looked. It was amazing. Yeah, it's, so let's get into the Spinal Tap concert. This is how the show starts. Mm-hmm. We have, the, the episode starts with Bart, who at this stage is still the rebel, the bad boy. If you're wearing a Bart Simpson shirt to school, you might get sent home. Yeah, I'm uh, Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? If anybody had that shirt, you know. It's or insane. The, the less intense, uh, uh, although, yeah. although this is a less uh, uh, rebellious Bart in this right. episode, like like he is he's very much cool. his dad's son, but he is like you know he he's cool, and even Homer. This is uh, to me again. We're talking about like the like the germination of what would become the kind of Homer aesthetic. This to me shows a lot of those. Like a he's cool. He says. Uh, uh, oh, I've been going to a lot of uh, heavy metal concerts, and then uh, oh, the you know, tinnitus, yeah, yeah, yeah later, and it yeah. never did anything to me. And then, they, like the next shot is from his perspective as Marge is talking, and it's just, and then he just picks it up. I heard you. Anyway, bye. <laughs> I uh, couldn't hear that joke because I think I have tinnitus. I just thought, like, why is nothing happening on the screen right now? <laughs> but 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 I got to admit, in this episode, I was surprised because they've. In other episodes, I guess after this, have clearly couched uh, Homer's glory days as being in the mid-1970s when you would expect he would be hip to Spinal Tap. And the fact that he's dialed out, we're like, I'm going to eat a sandwich while this, you go. All right, hold right. on. This has been a thing. Brian is very focused on the timeline of when trying fictional, to solve. I, look, I've got a matrix. Fictional Spinal Tap hold is on. successful, don't have to make and when sense fictional that. Simpsons, when fictional Homer a, Simpson okay, is also if, 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 if it is a tap. shared universe, then there should be a unified <laughs> oh timeline. I swear to God. <laughs> So that is the question. So, the <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it is a good question, and we're gonna answer it. Oh, we're gonna right. Spinal Tap, come on down. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it is an interesting thing. Uh, you know, uh, it makes sense, but it is interesting because in the world of The Simpsons, you've had guest stars on in many different ways, and that's kind of, to me, one of the reasons I don't like the newer Simpsons as much as the older Simpsons because before you would have someone come on and play a character. Yeah. Now you have Lady Gaga come on and make out with Marge. Uh, yeah. And it's a little, you know, I, I think it's hot, but I think it's weird. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily funny. Right, uh, right. But it's one of those things where you kind of do wonder, like, in this universe, Spinal Tap exists. Unironically. Unironically. They are the band Spinal Tap, like the movie Spinal Tap. And so does Lady Gaga. But, and Penn and But Teller. I guess, like, Laverne and Shirley, who has Michael McKeon in it, would exist. Yeah. But Michael McKeon's in. It's a whole thing. And it's, it, you, I, I don't know how fun. You, 
for some people... I'm glad somebody's finally holding them to account on all this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For this some, is, for some people... They've run free for too long. <laughs> Listen, 26 years later, and we're finally getting to solve life's greatest mystery. Well, like, for some people, watching a cartoon and finding the things that are wrong with it, you know, worst episode ever type people... Um, that's what's the most fun thing about watching a TV show. Like, I watched the Harry Potter movies again for the first time in a long time, and I just had so many fond memories of being like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And it, to me, that was the fun. And so, you know, <laughs> if you're one of those people that's kind of like, oh, just have more fun with it, like, I couldn't. This is as right. good as it gets. Well, and, yeah. and to be honest, that, that's actually a testimonial to the world, is when, when the world is real enough that you build a model of this reality the things that don't match up, like Michael McKeon showing up as two different individuals, <laughs> is, is a red flag that just pops up. Also, I would, I would wonder in this episode if Spinal Tap was always the band in this episode. Because they are, like, there's nothing really Spinal Tappy about this episode that couldn't be another band. I well, feel like there was commentary about this that I am forgetting from my youth do you know this? I feel I like, don't. does anyone here know whether or not it was supposed to be a different band that maybe like dropped out? It does and then feel they're a like, little well, bit we could do Spinal Tap. Like, yeah. like un- unlike, for example, uh, the episode where Homer does his version of Lollapalooza and he's on tour with Smashing Pumpkins right, right. or whatever, where there's this ongoing thing. It was just like, I don't know, a band is at the beginning. Well, and then I they t- show up at the end. Yeah, what I took that as, knowing the Harry Shearer connection, that they also knew that like Spinal Tap fans would possibly have crossover with Simpsons fans. So they already have Harry Shearer in the room. Might as well just like indulge America with like an animated version but, of a but real I Spinal guess, like, Tap like, concert. If you're going to do that, then do the Spinal Tap bits, right? That they are like but full of themselves. You mean like a callback to previous bits? Well, no, or or the thing like, like the Spinal Tap ouvre is that they are full of themselves. They think they're gigantic. Like, like you, you do have the has been joke. That right. comes in like when the radio interview, but really that's more of a joke about how crappy radio interviews are, right? Uh, and and then like I don't know, they don't play any of the big songs from Spinal Tap. I, like, okay, so t- for 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 that, that could be a legal thing, but I think it's mostly uh, for me as a huge Spinal Tap fan, as I think probably a lot of us are. It was just cool to hear them singing a different song. Oh yeah, and I think we actually probably have footage of that. So for, let's get people uh, remembering what this episode is. And uh, let the people at home enjoy this Spinal Tap song. But, of course, ask yourself, what is the, what's going on here? It's weird that Spinal Tap's in the show. Isn't it odd? We want to know what you guys are. Uh, are let's do, well, you know, there's so many clips that we have in this episode. Uh, why don't you go, you pick whatever clip you want and we'll discuss it. All How's right, that? I'm going to start at the beginning. Now just meet me back here after the show. Thanks, Dad. Sure you're not going to be bored? Boy, some of the best times I've ever had were in the back seat of a car. <laughs> oh. oh, baby. Perfect. Any questions? <laughs> no. And again, it's like this is the beginning of, if we are to understand that Homer goes from person who beats his child to hilarious comic man child this is the beginning of that right that the you are like desexualizing so, yeah. making him this constant 
like man baby person. And, and, and we do see later in this episode him revert to that or that early Simpsons days kind of Walter Matho like why you little little yeah, kid I'm yeah, just yeah. A, a belligerent a beater of children. Does he say that? Uh, give or take. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but later he becomes this uh, amazing man toddler who is completely in the moment emotionally whatever the scene dictates. At times. Yeah, Homer uh, has a lot of flux. He goes up and down a lot. I've talked about it on the podcast before. I think one of the reasons in addition to us as a society learning that strangling your children is bad. Yes. Uh, I think part of it was what? <laughs> I think part of it uh, was the animation got cleaner and it became more realistic and you're just like, ooh, I don't like this anymore. That's an odd thing. You know what I mean? Thing, like when, yeah. it's, when it's like just weird <laughs> yellow blobs choking each other, it's like, hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> but yeah. when it looks a little bit like your own dad, it's like, I think it's scary now. That's bizarre. It's changed. Uh, but to, to go to kind of like how they're portraying Spinal Tap, it is pretty interesting. We do have a clip of how uh, they they do their interviews. Um, so when you guys saw this episode, you know, 1992, that's quite a while ago. Had you guys already seen Spinal Tap? Did you already know what Spinal Tap oh, was? No, 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 not back no, then. No, 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 I definitely yeah. saw this first, and I'm like, this is an old man thing. And then uh, and then later at college, <laughs> I was like, I just discovered by myself this ama- amazing alien artifact. And then I saw this, I was like, oh, wait, it was the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, no, same thing. I mean, I, I was... Uh, a kid when this episode first aired and it had to be either the first season or this season that my mom uh, demanded that she was going to watch The Simpsons before me and my brother did and so she got past the first commercial break and she's like what are people freaking out about? Whatever. It's a stupid oh, cartoon. That's amazing. Just go watch it. No, my mom's the coolest I, ever. I, I would love to believe that this is just because she was a bigger fan than you. That's what and I, she I, I was going to say. That she was like trying to shut you off to sort of like an older sibling that would be like, this is my thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write your skateboard you. first. Yeah, yeah exactly. like uh, such no, a no, no. She was like she, uh, reacting to public pressure of like, kids shouldn't right. watch The Simpsons because it's an adult cartoon. And then she was like, I'm a single mom. Don't waste my time. Whatever. Like, yeah. watch the thing. It's fine. So Real quick from our audience, who here applaud if your parents banned you from watching The Simpsons? Wow. No kidding. Oh, yeah. You guys have all Dude, come around. You sure did show them. <laughs> I Fuck bought those guys. Uh, in some ways, I think we're all letting our parents down by spending okay. a Saturday <laughs> night watching and discussing The Simpsons. I have to be honest. I don't you know think what? our parents are proud. If I, if I were to I attach a tag to this event, I would say educational. Yeah. If, if, if they were that annoyed that you're watching The Simpsons, how annoyed are they that they're listening to people talk about watching The Simpsons? <laughs> I would love a uh, round of applause if you're still banned from watching The Simpsons. <laughs> no? Round of applause if you don't talk to your parents. <laughs> Okay, so I thought it was going to be just me. We're just this is an intervention. Uh, just in case anyone doesn't know Spinal Tap, because I'm sure that there are youngsters and maybe people that just don't uh, obsess over comedy in the wait a minute, wait a minute. Do. Who doesn't know Spinal Tap? Round of applause. There's a guy in the back. A couple there's people. somebody. There's, there's somebody one, behind the uh, bar. Three well, people wow. are and one person who raised their hand because they didn't there, want to be recognized on the podcast. That is totally fine. It's not the same as not tipping your bartender. We're not going to humiliate you. We're going to enlighten you because Spinal Tap is such a wonderful thing that you get to put in your life now. It is yeah. truly one of the best we, we, things We are ever. giving you a We're gift. We're giving you the gift. Congratulations. Of, when you get home, yeah. you're going to watch it, and you're going to be like, I don't know if it's aged well, but yeah. it's going to be great. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. That's that's pretty much everything that like somebody uh, in their 30s, 40s tells you is great. Uh, it's a 
Christopher Guest movie. Uh, he, maybe if you don't know Christopher Guest, uh, he's the Best five show. six-fingered man in oh, Princess yeah. Bride. He's a least. He's, uh, he's waiting great, for Guffman. Waiting for Guffman. Uh, but uh, Rob, mascots on Netflix. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone loves mascots. I mean, to uh, be honest, <laughs> okay. In many ways, uh, it was the grandfather of what became like The Office and 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 uh, uh, oh, Parks absolutely, and Rec, the mockumentary, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Modern Family, uh, the most necessary mockumentary. Oh yeah. Oh of my our God, time. Julia, we have never been more in line. <laughs> Because this is like my number end. one problem with Modern Family is the unnecessary use of the mockumentary tropes. Save it for a different of, podcast. I know. So Rob Reiner, uh, he is the person who directed it, and he uh, talked about. Uh, so basically, this is a, a mockumentary about a band that he made about, made up called Spinal Tap. They're making fun of all the '80s hair metal bands that are super stupid that always have. I guess it's judgmental, but they well, have. No, no, STDs it was kind of earlier, right? Well, Wasn't I guess like late, late 70s. 70s. So it's more like Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, sure. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. or uh, uh, what is it? It's the one that they were making fun of in the Blue Jean community, the Eagles one. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, on it. Uh, forget it, I'm not but, here. Uh, yeah, they're making yes. fun of I'm Zeppelin. from Florida. My name is Justin Bar- Robert Young. And oh I say my all God, the dumb you're not. Shit. No! <laughs> so basically, uh, Rob Reiner, uh, he put out this great, great, great comedy. And people after the show went up to him and said, that was such a good movie. But why didn't you pick a more famous band? Oh, shit. There were people that watched it and didn't realize that it was a parody and still managed to love it. So it does kind of bring into question why and in what way they work. It clearly worked for you guys because you guys didn't know who Spinal Tap was. It works on multiple levels. I think at the time it was just meant to be an Easter egg. But right. uh, listeners, let us know at home. Mm. Uh, and people that are here, let us know after the show. Yeah. Uh, but let's watch this interview in the way that they are perceived here. Hey, 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 Bill and Marty here. And we're backstage rapping with a tap. Fellas, I'm going to hit you with a phrase that has dogged you throughout your career. Washed up. Yet here you are among the top 105 concert acts today. What's your secret, guys? Well, after the Berlin Wall fell out, our record started selling on the dismal side of the Iron Curtain, and naturally that gave us a boost. We're very big in Bulgaria. And uh, what's his name? Yadagaria. Hungaria. Yeah, whatever. I can't think of anyone who's benefited more from the death of communism than us. Well, maybe the people who actually live in the communist countries. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I bet you're right. Yeah, on the other hand, uh, each of us just bought our own soccer team. <laughs> How many Hungarians can say that, eh? Cheers. Cheers. Gee, I'm sorry, man. Huh? About the Frisbee. Frisbee? See, I wonder if you'd mind recording a couple of promos for us. Well, like what? Uh, maybe you could say, nobody rocks like Bill and Marty on KBBL. Well, we don't know that, do we? What if somebody rocks <laughs> as good as you? Or better. I mean, <laughs> we don't want to look stupid. Okay, we can respect that. How about rock a doodle You're listening to Bill and Marty. Yeah, sure. Okay, right. That's good, yeah. I just looked out there and there's puddles of water all over the freaking stage. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I don't want to lie to you, boys. Uh, six days a week, the place is a hockey rink. Yeah, well, this is a rock concert, not the bleeding splish splash show. <laughs> Nailed him. <laughs> that was a particularly Boom. long Got one him. because I really wanted to get the splish splash show. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah, just real quick, the boot licking like awfulness of radio. Oh my like, god, that is like something that I feel like even on like primetime television at the time that it was aired, yeah, is not appreciated. 
or it is now. Like, radio's an awful profession. Have you guys ever had experience with, like, being forced in a similar situation to say, like, you know, nobody rocks like KBBL? I mean, I don't know, but uh, this is the greatest podcast that oh, I've ever been up. on. Everything's coming up, Simpson. <laughs> I'm Justin Robert Young of Night Attack. <laughs> We're going to isolate that, and it's going to circulate in all, all the other Max Fun podcasts. That's going to be our new promo. <laughs> are we going to play the song? The song? Yeah, let's do it. We are the dust of a future past. We raise our voices in the That's a concert, baby! Does that look anything like any concert any of you have ever been to before? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, there was a band. Yeah, I know. Okay. I've seen Spinal Tap in concert. Um... Sorry to brag. Oh, wow. oh, can oh I, sorry, can my I lady. Can I brag about this? Yes, I went. Yes, go. please. I think that this is precisely the venue in which you brag <laughs> about this. I brought you all here. I don't know, know, people. Should she brag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess it's not even really a brag. It's actually kind of embarrassing. I uh, <laughs> I was a little kid and I went to go see uh, Spinal Tap Unplugged. Uh, so it was acoustic <laughs> Spinal Tap. <laughs> and um, I don't even know what those words mean together. <laughs> no. Finally, like, finally, the fake band <laughs> unplugs. <laughs> She's like, uh, technically, it was a puppet show featuring Spinal Tap afterwards. Uh, that joke will be funnier once you've seen the movie. Yep, yep, oh, yeah, I'm glad you were there. Um, so I was, I was pretty young. I was like nine or ten, I think. And I didn't, I wasn't thinking about like who the actors were who in Spinal Tap. I was just thinking about I love Spinal Tap. I wasn't thinking about who was married to who or what was going on. So I went to the bathroom, and Jamie Lee Curtis was there. And I, I, in my so, child's uh, brain, so, uh, I, I, I'm gonna need a pinky. At this point, this is a real thing. This is a real, are we, are we, thing. A real thing. We're about to pinky promise We're on pinky this. Pinky promising. What the this fuck? is real. Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis used the normal bathroom at the place, and it was really funny to me because at the time she had Activia commercials out, and that's kind of <laughs> what I knew her from. It's like the bathroom ladies in the bathroom. Like that's kind of I had not seen the amazing work she would, she had already done and would continue to do. Yes, I wasn't the fan of Jamie Lee Curtis yet. But I just said, hello, I'm a big fan. <laughs> and I guess it was of those commercials. And she shook my hand, uh, and I was so happy about it. And that was it. And then afterwards, I was lucky enough to go um, uh, backstage and, and meet the people in the band because my dad's uh, banjo is featured in A Mighty Wind, uh, which is a very wow. weird connection to have. Uh, but basically, the, the guys in the band, Chris Guest and Michael McKeon, are huge music nerds, and they remembered a specific banjo from years prior from a specific guitar shop and said, do you have that old banjo? And there's like, it belongs to this guy. And then they went to my dad's house and they gave him a small check and it was amazing. So we got to go see the show. And so they I paid got him to in go. Activa. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and my we're dad is so regular now. Yeah. Uh, so I got to meet Chris Guest, and I saw uh, Chris Guest, and I said, I'm such a big fan. And he said, you must be the youngest fan I've ever had. I said, thank you. And then Jamie Lee Curtis came over and held his hand, and I screamed because <laughs> I did not know why they were together, and it was the weirdest thing ever. And then they're just like, are you okay? And I was just like, I I don't understand. And then it's like, it's okay. And then that was it. That's how the story ends. And I later realized they're dating. Like, I was just kind of what like... What did your kid brain think? I couldn't begin to imagine. I couldn't begin to imagine. I, because to me, it, it was still Nigel Tufnell that I was talking to. Yeah. Dating the Activia lady. And it was yeah. just kind of like, I think I'm dreaming. It yeah. was very weird. Like, my dad, I felt like I was in a fever dream. It's like, my dad had um, a banjo um, that was in a movie. And um, now the lady from the bathroom like and a, the man. Like, it, it felt no, like a Ralph Wiggum that, story. That's it's, some it's, legit slash fic. It was it's, weird. <laughs> Like, like, it's like seeing the progressive lady Flo suddenly holding hands with Tony Stark. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening? Yes, because he was still in his Nigel costume, so it's not like I was able to wrap my head He's around. He's in his Iron Man outfit. <laughs> now that, I wanted that to be Infinity War. <laughs> that could happen. If somebody could make that happen in this room, I would watch that, and uh, I would respect Tony more. Can we get to what I think is the next clip, which yes. is my favorite part of this episode? Please and to do. me, the ador- like, like the enduring moment of this episode beyond anything else. All right, as you wish. A record star, he thought he'd be. He heard it singers like Beatles, the chipmunks he's seen on TV. Why not a little Spanish flea? And so he did. <laughs> okay, before, before we talk about any of this, Truth time, all right? Let's all be cool. Raise your hand if you're not entirely sure whether or not those are the actual lyrics to Little Spanish Flea. Okay. Uh, how, about a of, how about a round of applause since it's a podcast? Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> are, are there lyrics to Spanish Flea? Yes, there are. Are, are those they? Those are the actual are? lyrics. Okay. Which, T- today uh, I learned. So uh, does... does for someone who doesn't, who, Justin, you love that scene. Yes. You probably find it charming because he's doing the thing that's very uh, childlike and cute of adding lyrics to songs that don't have lyrics. It's kind of yes. like, uh, it's something that we do at our house. Like, uh, I something have a. do it uh, to a Simpsons theme song sometimes. <laughs> uh. Yeah, like, I, I have one where I sing the I Love Lucy song, which does have lyrics, and it's, uh, but I changed it a little bit just for me, which is like, I love Lucy and she loves me. We're as happy as two can be. I want to make a sandwich. Because I'm usually <laughs> in my house making a sandwich. And, um, but those first couple lyrics are real, which sure. shocked the person I told that to. How do you feel having the news dropped on you that there are lyrics and that those weren't made up by Homer? It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, oh, here, yeah, here's, here's why. Here's why. <laughs> Uh, number one, nobody really knows whether or not there's literally the, the little Spanish flay. Number two, <laughs> it's so, like, to me, that scene is literally the DNA strand that then becomes Homer, right. like, like, going forward. He I 100% is agree. creative, oblivious, uh, and lovable. And, and, and that's And that's it. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and he's eating snacks. And he loves peanuts. I think that's <laughs> yeah. what he was eating. Was There's that been the... a lot of peanut yeah, but, jokes? Like, over while the we're time. on the subject, if there were lyrics to like the theme song to Star Trek: The Next Generation, what would that sound like? Star Trek: The Next Generation, flying across the universe. Did we miss band practice? John what Luke happened? Picard, I know. Data warp and Troy. 
Dr. Crusher, Jordy LaForge, Roger. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like we were set up. Allie, at the top, you mentioned the trouble with having multiple guests. <laughs> oh, boy. And I think the prophecy has been fulfilled. And now we'll take a quick break. I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Yeah. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves <laughs> over books. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Now back to our live show recorded in Austin, Texas. Yeehaw! <laughs> so at, at this point in the episode, uh, as was expressed in the synopsis, uh, Bart wants to become a rock star, and uh, his parents are are really, you know, they are appreciative, and they have a little bit of the thing of Bart, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys were forced to do any kind of hobby-type things. I, right. I never had any extracurriculars other than music, but it was always kind of like... If you want to play the guitar, you can, but I never was forced to, and it was much yeah. better. Um, Bart, of course, is someone who gets kind of spoiled with it, um, and uh, it's not going too great, but he has that kind of shiny, like, check out my new instrument type of thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see how it goes for him in this yeah. clip. Hey, Cherry Axe, Bart, dude. I think it's broken. Oh, really? Hey, give it here. Oh, his facial expressions are so, so good. good. played the guitar, Auto Man. Hey, that's all I did in high school. My old man said I was wasting my time and I'd never amount to anything. <laughs> I, mm. Now I'd like to uh, slow things down a little bit. If I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? <laughs> Receive a severe wedgie from my busmates. I must remind you, we should have been at school ten minutes ago. <laughs> I so, love the self-awareness that he has, and that he does it anyway. He cannot help it. Also, yeah. is that is that the actual time of a proper freebird? <laughs> it's it's about ten it minutes. Was an yeah, free <laughs> it's about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this was a twofer. Number one, it was like uh, this is one of the early segments of The Simpsons taking a one-dimensional background character and suddenly you're like, oh wait, I'm sorry, <sighs> he has backstory and character and is interesting for all these reasons. Also. I believe this would have been the first time that I heard the free bird is a long song joke uh, yeah. before it Simpsons became a trope. Did it, yeah. Simpsons, yeah. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. I just want to call out really quick. So uh, for our listening audience at home, you've not been witnessing me um, as smooth as I can, which isn't very smooth, alternate between different clips uh, this entire show. <laughs> Give it up for me for <laughs> running the one. Thank you it's so much. It's her MacBook. Thank you so much. But 
But, you know, similar to the synopses that we read off Wikipedia, and you never know what you're going to get. You never know what screenshot you're going to get uh, with the <laughs> clips. And I feel like this is a very Frankiac-esque <laughs> screenshot. I feel like we could all... Uh, to paint a picture for the people listening at home, um, it is uh, Ralph in the foreground, um, uh, open mouth, mid-song, and uh, what I want to say is a copy and paste job of yeah. many other similar looking students behind him. Uh, I don't know. What would you guys do if this were a Frankiac meme? You'd say something about lemmings, something about the news. What that would you feeling, do? I, that feeling when. That <laughs> feeling when dot, dot, dot. I feel like it's ripe for something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what you're looking at. This is a straight-up screen grab from The Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we talked about it at the last live show we did, actually, our love of Frankiac. Um, if you don't know, Frankiac is an amazing database for, like, memes. And you make your own memes. It's and incredible. It saved my entire life. But I don't know what I did before it. Yeah. I, well, so I talked about this at the last live show. Um, if, you, if you go to it, you know to, like, make a, make a gif of, like, your favorite moment. Um, for example, like, at the name of our show, Everything's Coming Up. Simpsons, we, you would take a gif of it and you'd make your own thing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, pressing the random button gets you things like this horrifying image. <laughs> and it's truly the best way to spend my time. I actually called friends. It was like, I have a little game for you to play. Ah. Called them on the telephone. Like, actually spoke. <laughs> because I, love it. I honestly, I, I feel like if I met one of the creators, I would, like, bow down to them. If I met one of the creators, I would, like, propose marriage to them. Oh my god! Wait, um, <laughs> um, aren't, you, um, aren't you married? I am married, but I would. I mean, never what too late. You would, you, like, you I would, would propose. I would propose marriage to, to, to them. somebody who created Frankie. Yeah, because they created. I don't even understand the math and science behind it. They created one of the greatest, and it changed my life. So, don't you want to propose to somebody who changed your life? It like I, you I would guess. Yeah. To no, who, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. That's I mean, like that's it, very cavalier. Like I, I mean, it's how I'm feeling in the moment. I thought we were doing a bit. <laughs> What's going? Sort of bailed on her there. Some... Sorry, who are you? Wait, wait, who? Are... Who, Hold who on. Is hey, this? hey, hey, whoa, whoa, sir, sir, sir. It's who me, the Justin fuck Robert Youngs. You? I'm Brian Brushwood. <laughs> What's your name? Oh my Paul God! Paul Cam, one of the, one of the greatest, the freakiest. Get up here. on stage get right now! Are you serious? Get up here! Understand, you're gonna have to pinky promise. No, get up, get up, get up, get up! Everybody, give a big round of applause for Paul from Freakiac. Like, don't don't mess with me. This is a real thing. Holy shit! Get over here! Get over here! No! All right, look, we'll be over here. Do we have any sexy music? Play some sexy music. So I'm I'm Wait a minute. All right, you guys, we were all having fun earlier. I didn't know that the guy was here. This is a surprise to me, and I, we were just all joking around. But I actually did the thing that I said I was going to do. Well, what do you want me to do? You want me to break up with my husband? You said you no. would. We have integrity. You moved to Utah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Hold I on. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do it. You said... On here, on this day, did everybody we here on in this audience, you heard you don't that have she to would through. marry the person that uh, created propose, propose, not marry, propose, not marry, propose, propose. I'm sorry, I don't, I, I don't want to take your agency I mean, away. It just seems uh, like all you have to say is, I propose that we get married but you, someday. Well, okay, by a round of applause, didn't she say? She said that, she right? Propose. That's a thing so really, that happened. She is married. She is married. I'm I, married. 
she's not a cheater. She's a no. liar, but she's not a cheater. <laughs> yes. So why don't you do the honorable thing and break up with Mike and let him know that you're about to propose to the Frankiac man? That's a fair thing. I Is that fair? fair? It's the honorable fair. thing. It's fair. It's the honorable thing. Don't mind my shotgun. It's Get just here for here. protection. <laughs> We're keeping Should it here. Should I call my husband? <laughs> yes. Yes. Except. Yes. Call your husband and explain exactly what happened. Be honest and truthful and, and have him be the moral arbiter of this decision. This took, this took a really wrong turn. <laughs> really. Do you guys remember 10 minutes ago when we were having a deep discussion no. about salty beards? Like, and man, we're, we're just Come on, give out. him a call. Give okay, him a call. Okay. This is so dumb. Can you guys hear it? What's your husband's name? He's Mike. Mike. Oh, there we go. All right, Mike is being called. Everybody, shh. This is happening, man. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, Mike? Yeah. Babe? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. What's up? Um, well, first of all, how's your day going? Uh, not, not too good. Not too good? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, probably better. <laughs> Yeah, we're calling you from the show right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. How come? Uh, well, um... <laughs> we were just... We were having a great talk about art and culture. Um, do you know that website, Frinky Act? Uh, it's, it's a Simpsons thing. Yeah, he's not as into it as I am. Uh... It's a so it's a meme what, generator. What are you calling me out for not? Being no, I'm not calling you out for not being into The Simpsons, okay, babe. That's not that's not what this is about. <laughs> um. All right. So we were just having a laugh, messing, having a goof, messing around, and um. We were talking about how much we love Frankiac, and if one of the creators were here tonight, uh, I would um, propose marriage to him. <laughs> but in order to do that, uh, I'm being forced to break up with you. To be clear, let no, him know whoa, that whoa, whoa, there whoa, whoa, was whoa, whoa. a creator okay, here. Okay, sorry, sorry. There, You're not just cucking him for no reason. I'm not. <laughs> I'm cu- okay, so the reason why I'm cucking you no. is because I I was joking around and I said if you he were here I would propose because Allie said Allie started this. Don't Allie blame her. <laughs> Don't blame that transfer. She would bow to him and and she did because she's not a liar. And now I'm being forced to call you because I'm about to propose marriage. <laughs> In front of an audience of thousands. <laughs> uh, sold out arena um, <laughs> to propose. Is that okay? Can I propose marriage to him? And what what do you I have mean, to say? That's a, uh, splitting up's a lot of legal paperwork. <laughs> we'll say that. You're right. We do have one cat. Yeah. I guess uh, I guess if you vowed, you vowed. <laughs> well, 
Somebody made a Nelson laugh in the crowd. <laughs> Which means that that's all the approval I need. And we will talk about this when I get back. <laughs> all right, I love you. Bye. Come on. Come on. So here we go. So here we here go. Here we go. No, stay standing. Everybody, stay standing. All right. Come on. There's Ladies a proposal about to happen. We I, are gathered here yes. to witness a promise. Uh, a promise, uh, a vow. Um, it starts today. Eventually. Uh, um, y- you've affected my life so positively in so many different ways. When I, on the internet, was at a loss for words, you gave me words. You gave me life. And light, there's, yes, there's a lighter in the crowd. Uh, you've, you've shown me uh, bright days when there were no bright days. Um, you've given me a purpose where there was no purpose. And from this point forward, I vow uh, to use Frinkiac every time I don't know uh, how to communicate with my loved ones. I'm getting to it. <laughs> this is the preamble? <laughs> you I'm a rider. <laughs> Will you podcast fake marry me? Absolutely. I would love to be Thank your podcast. Thank you. Woo! We did it! <laughs> For love! So Thank you. She's just Ladies and gentlemen, can we girl. get a big round of applause for Freaky Egg? <laughs> Sitting in a podcast world. Uh, let's actually, first of all, mazel. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so really quickly, I would just love to ask you a couple questions, and then we'll go back in the episode. Freaky Egg is unbelievable. Uh, I saw some people from the back while this was happening looking at Freaky Egg. Uh, so uh, thanks for not listening to the show, but also yeah, I don't blame you. That's what I'm constantly doing. Uh, tell us just anything that you can, because we're so fascinated by how it came to be, what the actual mechanics are. Uh, what, there are three people that created it. What are the names of the other two guys that have to marry Julia? Uh, and then we'll uh, move to Utah yes uh, absolutely so uh, obviously I'm I'm one of the creators the other one uh, is Sean Schulte and the final one is uh, Ali that's an Ali another Ali oh my gosh Ali Young a Uh, woman yes a woman (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I've never heard of such a world (laughs) Ali Young I love it Uh, yeah so so the the three of us created uh, Frankiac geez we launched it February 2nd, 2016 now, so it's been quite a the, while. The day is in my diary, I yes, remember. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> today my life changed. I became a woman today. Uh, what, what made you guys come up with the idea, and, and just kind of, where did it begin? Uh, so it actually began probably five years before that, uh, and like uh, Sean and I were co-workers at a, a tech company in Chicago, and we had nothing to do, really. Uh, yeah. And he and I communicated almost exclusively in Simpsons quotes, uh, and we realized that was a really limiting way to communicate when we could actually have graphical versions of the same thing. Uh, <laughs> and so we decided that was uh, a thing we should pursue. H- however, at the time, we were incompetent, uh, sure. as, as one is. Uh, and so we kind of just didn't really have the skill to do it back in 2011. Uh, but then when we, like, I recruited him over to another company years later. Uh, and in 2014, he and I said, well, why don't we just do this? Uh, and Thank so the, and then we sat on did. top of it for... 18 months just for ourselves because we're selfish. (laughs) I'm so, honestly, the day that it came out, everyone that, everyone in like this, let's call it Simpsons Twitter, like everyone got so excited and it has since changed 
our lives so much. Clearly, you guys yeah. have a bright future ahead of you. We do. Uh, but it, it's, I, I'm excited to see what all the listeners uh, are going to tweet at us saying uh, that moment of the podcast when Julia left her husband. They're going to find the perfect moment because that's what, the, that's what it does. Um, but it is truly an honor to have you here. Uh, jokes aside, fake, fake marriages, real marriages, however you guys decide to make it work. It right. might end up working out. I don't it know. It probably will. The tax no, cut is going to be Only God amazing. knows. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, with all the challenges, maybe the, maybe the husband and wife can swap. And we'll, yeah. be, we'll be fine then. And we shoot too for real. reality too show. Real. Yeah. Too good. real, too fast. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, but, but thank you so much. I was so excited to find out that you were in the audience. We genuinely talked about Frankiac the last time. It could have just as easily happened there. We talk about it all the time, so odds are good that one day there would be Frankiac yeah. person in the audience, but this worked out really well. So thank you yeah. for, for coming. Absolutely. And thank you for Frankiac. So nice Give to meet up. you. Now my go watch the rest of our husband. show. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk later. I'll, I'll, I have to call my mom first. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was a little bit of a... <laughs> that was a turn. It's <laughs> a little side should we, bit that we Should had. we have a song that brings us back in? I would love that. All right. Sure. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, bus driver. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. He, he drinks, drinks and he crosses, he stinks up the buses. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. <laughs> oh, there's an opening. Oh, too late. Nope. Nope. No. I'll be cutting a little close. I think you have to be more aggressive, sir. Nonsense! One of our good citizens will slow down and wave me in. <laughs> Question. Was, th- was this a real song in your childhoods, any of you? Um, no. But they, they were really good at getting those types of songs in the show. Like, we have, like, Joy to the World, The Teacher's Dead. Like, yeah. No, oh, that was a real songs, one. Those songs exist. I, I looked it up, um, and the first thing that came up was The Simpsons. So, I don't know. I don't think that they made up the bus driver song. It seems like something that it's like 99 bottles of beer in the wall, I feel like. But maybe they did. If you know, let us know. Does, yeah. yeah. Anybody in the audience, had you heard this song outside of them? Yeah. Uh, wait, somebody yeah. says yes? Wait, but was for reals? it from The Simpsons? Oh. He's already singing it. But He's got on. it. He's got right. it. Yeah. So, hold on. So he has another verse that says he drinks and he smokes and he tells dirty jokes. Hail to the bus driver, the That's bus what driver. I'm saying. Man. I think this is okay. kind of like, you know, there were just, whoever was in the writer's room, like, kind of had a good grasp on, like, just what kids it, it, did. It, uh, it's got to be regional, though. Uh, sir, in the audience. Are uh, you where, from Springfield? Where, where, yeah. Where did you grow up? <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Midwest. Springfield, Springfield Ohio. Springfield, yeah. Ohio. Um, so, by the way, just because we did sk- skip around a little bit, um, the way that this happened, the, the reason that Skinner is driving the bus, as uh, was foretold in the Wikipedia entry, uh, is Otto did a very horrible job driving the bus. Yeah. Uh, and uh, could have killed everybody. Well, after Freebird, after when they were 10 minutes late, uh, he, like, just was skidding through everywhere uh, across town and he slams into Jebediah Springfield statue and then it's revealed um, that he's been driving without a license this entire time uh, and he goes to the DMV where Patty and Selma work and um, is like purposely hitting the cones and it's just being a bonehead so then Skinner takes over and this is Skinner when he's like 
full like Vietnam vet Skinner, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, which I, is I, I actually think... like the BM whatever AM that you were kind of oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Well, but yeah, but also Tanzarian is very yeah, much B-T-A-T, a, a, a deal breaker for a lot <laughs> yeah. of people. When 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 we talk about great Simpsons writing, we often talk about just very clever comedy writing and very clever comedy dialogue. But to me, this is where The Simpsons earned its bones in that it's like, you don't know who the bus driver is. And then immediately in this episode, you have so much undercurrent of like, okay, no, he's a slacker. And there's a lot of like lines in this episode where he's like, oh, me and the Admiral don't get along. Like when he's talking about his dad. The father, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, like, it's just a lot of show don't tell of who this guy is. And immediately you know that Otto is this, like, slacker who's a virtuoso in a guitar and is a, like, Pied Piper to Bart. And Homer's like, eh, I'm too dumb to know whether or not, like, this is a good or a right, bad influence. Right, right, right. Uh, but the, the audience knows. And this is where I think, like, The Simpsons really earns its bones as, like, a show for writers and a show for people who enjoy good writing. Yeah. We, yeah, to that point, like we get a lot of good ideas of who Otto is from some very specific details, including he, he he's asked for his license, which he doesn't have because he never got, but he uh, has his name on his underwear, which he pulls out. He's like, oh, those aren't mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we also get, uh, when he's getting an eviction notice, he's a little thick and it's just like, someone changed the, some dope changed the keys to my door and put an eviction notice up and he you know realizes that of course it's the landlord right right. the landlord says just like there was nothing in there except for you know like a jar of mustards wow i have mustard you know yeah he's he's just that and oh and psycho magazines uh which i assume was mad magazine um because i'm a narcissist um and so uh you know one one joke that i thought was very skinner uh if we're talking about like jokes that are very auto uh we have skinner saying auto that's a palindrome you won't be hearing anymore it's It's amazing it's It's like up there with one of my favorite skinner lines of all time when he goes Welcome to an evening of theater and picking up after yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Which this is as well, so if you could please. So please, Ah. please. I really love the way that uh, Bart kind of covers his tracks here when he gets in trouble, and we have that clip here. I thought you might forget our little conversation this afternoon, so I took the precaution of recording it. What conversation? Mom. Can Otto live in our garage for as long as he wants? He sure can. Marge, what were you thinking? That's not my voice. Oh, everybody <laughs> says that when they hear themselves on tape. <laughs> I love that I remember so using much. that trick. It was yeah. a good trick. No. You, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. And now we'll take another quick break. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like, Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet? Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about bugs. No, we don't. Nope. (laughs) Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am a teenager. And... I was two butts, 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 butts. No. <laughs> you change your mind for too many times. 
Now back to our live show recorded in Austin, Texas. Yeehaw! <laughs> Uh, this has one of my favorite dumb Homer moments of all time. Uh, let's roll this clip. Will you knock it off? I can't hear myself sing. I want some peanuts. That's better. Hey, how come you never play your guitar anymore? I'll tell you the truth, Dad. I wasn't good at it right away, so I quit. I hope you're not mad. Son, come here. <laughs> of course I'm not mad. If something's hard to do, then it's not worth doing. You just stick that guitar in the closet next to your shortwave radio, your karate outfit, and your unicycle, and we'll go inside and watch TV. What's on? It doesn't matter. Uh, there's an excellent montage of Homer's uh, inner monologue online, which is truly magical if you haven't seen it. Uh, I like describing uh, YouTube videos that people can watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new podcast on That's the side. That's what I do. Um, so uh, from this moment on, I, you know, I also just really love that father-son moment. I think, yeah. I think it's very real to that relationship if we're talking about the ways in which early episodes kind of inform later episodes. Homer's really supportive just in the wrong way. But well, but, but but also like to the zeitgeist. This is ninety two. Yeah, is that before Full House is even on? Because that is the Full House moment of oh. like it could come have been here sort of around the same time. I'm not sure if anybody can correct me. Somebody in the look up when Full House uh, Super premiered. Close. Thank yeah. you. Oh, there thank you. you. So Full this House was came on in eighty seven. So this was making it. So you this know is that making off the dome. Great. Is that Kimmy Gibbler? Amazing. Yeah. It's Kimmy Gibbler in the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Uh, no, so, like, that is just them, like, sharpening their parody edge and saying, like, yeah. oh, no, this is, like, they're the family show where. But the, at least like, the Cosby show was obviously a Cosby rival. Show, and they sure, would often yeah. have moments like this. Yeah. Little did they know that they'd beat Cosby in many ways later on. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't even be a contest. It, it turns up the W's keep <laughs> piling up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. After this, we see like all the different ways in which Otto is kind of screwing up. He, he has his crazy long hair in the sink. He eats uh, cookies. He's doing all these different things that are bad. I love the story that he tells Lisa about an axe wielding maniac. Uh, where in which he is the axe wielding Oh, my maniac. God. Yeah. That was great. That was great. No, he yeah. he, he tells a legit campfire story and terrifies Lisa just as Marge, who is his big defender, is like, oh, but he's great with the kids. And then a blood-curdling scream erupts. So one one moment that comes up soon, and, and of course, just so you guys know, we are coming towards the end of the episode. I don't want anyone to be super, like, scared that we're going to be here for another hour and right. another proposal. It is coming oh. to an end. There may be another sad. proposal. Boo! Boo so, okay. Uh, <laughs> but there's a moment here that made me question the age again because uh, there's a moment when Marge is inspiring Otto to, to go out there and do something. He's just watching TV. He's watching, I, I believe, is The Price is Right. And uh, he's <laughs> the, on the TV. They're saying how much a can of corn costs. And he just says, mm, can of corn. I could go for that right now, which I think is so funny. And uh, <laughs> the idea of, like, fantasizing a life of a can of corn is very good to me. Um, but he's told, like, you know, you can't, you can't just sit on your ass. You have to go out there, get your license. And he and Bart go together. And uh, he's uh, called an adult. And he says, wow, no one's ever called me an adult before. I've been tried as one. Yeah. 
so which good. made me wonder one what did he do <laughs> and then two how old is he so yeah. listeners let us know what you think we have some ideas from the audience here hashtag um, team 25 he's 25 <laughs> i say he's 66 yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sixties. Older right. than Hans Molman. He can have, well. Hans Molman is only uh, uh, thirty-four. He's twenty-eight, right. thirty-four. What Nailed is it? it? I think it's thirty-four. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. There's, a, there's an episode where he's. If you don't remember this, there's an episode uh, of The Simpsons where Hans Molman is on the radio and he's saying how uh, how what has affected this life. What is it? Alcoholism. Alcoholism is yeah. Is it alcoholism? It's he's like he was in an AA meeting and they played AA? that joke. He's like I'm only 31 years old. Well, fuck. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so uh, it's effect, it's affected my life. I'm only this years old. It's so perfect for canon where it's just kind of like it pisses you off to know it because it just is the truth I forever. I know, I know. Um, and I'll, it's especially bad if you're drinking a drink. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, oh no. Uh, but anyway, uh, they after finding out that he's tried as a man, uh, we get one of my favorite moments too of Otto uh, kind of conceding, saying like, you know, like your dad was right. Uh, I am a bum. And he's like, he didn't call you a bum. He called you a sponge. And he says, a sponge? And he punches the wall. And it's yeah. such a beautiful I moment. I know. The first time that we're seeing Otto really express any emotion besides, like, being blissed out. And I love that it's, like, the most banal, innocuous thing for him to be called. And I, I just love that choice of him, like, that's, you know, basically the Marty McFly calling you chicken kind of move. Like, it activates him in a way. There's another um, moment of hitting. I, I would love if someone could do a, a series of moments where characters hit walls. There's yes. one when the Simpsons characters, like you've said. Hear that, Frankie Egg? <laughs> yeah. He's busy planning his honeymoon. That's oh. fine. Uh, there's, uh, there's this moment where the family is having to budget, and they say that they can't get that fancy four-ply toilet paper anymore, <laughs> and Bart freaks out, and it's wonderful. I love it. One moment that I actually want to go back to really quickly, uh, Milhouse goes to the concert and is left at the concert. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. There's, there's a riot. <laughs> That is a Frankie-ackable moment of him being stuck without glasses. So it's his tiny little beady eyes under a just a pile, pile of, of chairs. chairs yeah. uh, it's and I and I just love that they have no regard for him whatsoever. Only Marge remembers that he's not there. They completely left out them. Uh, so Brian, is it, you chose this episode. Uh, Justin hijacked it from you and has taken a lot of the mic time from you. Why don't you walk That's us not through? Unusual. Uh, why don't you? Uh, why don't you walk us through uh, the remainder of the episode? Because we're at the home stretch of of how this story ends. I mean, basically, uh, nobody really changes. Everything is the same. He just happens to run into Patty and or Selma. This is and, why Justin and has been taking the mic from you. They're just mutually aligned in, in, in their frustration with Homer, and everything works out. There you go. It is a very sweet moment, though. So Otto made an enemy in uh, one of the twins. Uh, which one is it? Oh, um, I... Patty? Think it's Patty. Yeah, I've narrowed it down to two of the twins. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Very so uh, they, she's kind of like, you know, what are you doing here? And says, you know, I want to just shove it in, you know, Homer's, Homer's face. face. I want to yeah. staple it to his bald forehead. I think is what he says. Yeah, said bald. Bald. <laughs> uh, I was just afraid it was going to be a different word, and it scared me. Oh, um, so. It is a very sweet moment that's also terrifying. Like, I hate to think that sure. there are people on the road that have only gotten their licenses. I mean, again, again, this is the moment reason. of the story is Otto's redemption. Otto doesn't care, loses everything, realizes he misses something, and his redemption is caring. 
His redemption is not being a good bus driver. No. <laughs> yes. And so it is the fact that he cares and then happens to mention that he has a mutual enemy with his gatekeeper that brings him to this moment. Yes, hail to the bus driver. <laughs> bus driver man. Yeah! Hey! Absolutely beautiful. I guess it's worth noting that actually Skinner has an arc as well in that he yes. thinks that this is such a dumb job, anybody can do it, but discovers, uh, no, it's a pain in the butt, and I literally want anyone who is not me to do it. Yep. Like, Skinner, th- there is a great gag where Sinner, uh, Skinner literally Sinner. sits Sinner. at Sinner. Uh, literally sits at a intersection because he is too pussy to pull into <laughs> traffic yep. for days. <laughs> we don't Forever. know. We Ever. don't know. It is it is a a, a infinite uh, uh, length of time. So this episode, uh, in addition to being funny and having great moments and having a lot of questions about how old Otto is, what the lore is of Spinal Tap. What characters are real? We have a, it's very. I, I really think that if if the listeners uh, are pot smokers, they should enjoy a nice conversation with your friends. You don't have to, but I feel like it's that type of conversation, right? When you guys were listening to this in the audience, weren't you just like, how high are they? Like it just kept going in a very interesting way. But it'd be better, I think. Anyway, I don't do that stuff. Uh, but I was wondering—is this a plug? <laughs> it's called marijuana. Uh, I was wondering what you guys individually, or maybe collectively, if you want to take a moment and whisper and share one answer. Uh, what is the takeaway message? What is the lesson from this episode? Does anybody have like a distilled essence of what they took away from this episode? I ask you, you not because answering. it's for me. It's the fact that Otto is 66 years old. No, he's not. Uh, uh, This, to me, is the quintessential tale of uh, the mid-20s, where you don't know what you want to do, but yet you know what you don't want to do, and Otto is all of us. uh, I hope not. Uh, Otto is everybody who, at a certain point, of, it, like in their He's life, a somebody like, just shouted, "Otto is a millennial." He no, no, he ain't wrong. He's he even got wrong. the iPod. He's a Gen he ain't Xer. wrong. The episode came out in '92, and All he right. was that young. Now. And He's a yet, Gen these lessons Sorry. echo to this very day. <laughs> you right, can change fair. your life in one thing, even if you don't succeed. I, I you know, okay. I, I think that's beautiful. Do you have a different lesson, or is it, is it truly just that he may or may not be sixty six years old? Uh, no, no. no. Uh, to be honest, it it reminds me that um, the early episodes weren't as deep as I thought they were. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. So, it, do you regret choosing this episode? No, I, it was very enlightening. I've learned a lot. Say uh, unlightening. Uh, yes. Uh, I've learned a lot. To to be honest, I've learned a lot about my uh, co-host, Justin Robert Young, uh, and and how deep he thinks these episodes are. I I, I actually, and and my, 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 my lesson is that this is the reason why you can't have The Simpsons, which now I think is Yeah, you can't have them, man. You can't have The Simpsons. Go on. Are you guys going to fight? Nice. I told you, when we have guests on, they fight. I know. <laughs> you just, you yes, thank you. We were right. Fight, 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 fight. fight. By the way, fight. this is our audience. This is asking for it. Uh, you can't have the Simpsons that we know now, which we understand to be probably too indulgent in the little comedy without the big, like, base 
broad strokes and, and actually, of to, these, to double of down these. on this, this is the moment that 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 one-dimensional characters uh, suddenly got real depth. Yes, to them, a hundred percent, and and like they meant something. And so it's like if you can read anything into Otto in your own life, that means they have succeeded. This is why The Simpsons is an important franchise because that's a tertiary character that you can say, oh wait, maybe I've been a little Otto, and that's. That matters. That 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 really is just good writing. By the way, worth noting, I don't know if the opening was from this particular episode, but it was back when uh, the middle connective tissue was just Bart going through the city streets before they changed over to the sweeping, you know, uh, rogues gallery of characters that was The Simpsons. And I feel like this is the connective tissue before they make that transition to where the star of the show is not The Simpsons family, but instead the town of Springfield. So... Perfect Nerd. for if you were high. <laughs> yes. I really agree with you, though. I think that's such a good point. I love that. Um, amazing. You guys are amazing. Uh, I'm going to sing a couple Simpsons songs. You guys definitely can leave if you'd like. No. Uh, no, 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 no. But uh, we will she be She said that. Doors. We don't agree. You all stay for all of the songs. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much thank for being here Thank you guys so much. Uh, let's hear it for Julia and her amazing uh, uh, button-pressing editing, uh, in addition to being uh, fantastic. And let's see that ring that's going to come off your finger soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, a question. She promised. I, I, I can see we're all shuffling now. Do, do we get in the audience to watch this? Or? Basically, if you want to tap someone else in to be serenaded to, you could do that. Or all, if someone would like to be serenaded yep. to, they could come here or there. Otherwise, Does somebody want to be serenaded to? It's Is a, there a couple of people? Who are in the front row right over here that would love to be serenaded come on, to? Come on. Oh, come I on. think they there do. There we go. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Woo. All right. Nicely done. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can we please get a big round of applause for Miss Elligertz? Or grimy as he liked to be called Was thin but unlike his temper Very tall He lost his patience to his jealousy He wasn't careful with the electricity And now he'll never have a wife with pearls Or live a life where he's got lobsters and two little girls Grimy will never see Homer one more time I am sorry, Frank Grimes I wrote that about you guys tonight Are you guys? Uh, are you guys a couple? Are you guys? Yes. How long have you guys been together? Four years. Four years. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, in honor of that, here's a song about the first saddest character of The Simpsons. <laughs> also, I know that everyone in the audience is like, I'm so glad I didn't go up there. It's so awkward. But you guys like it, right? Great. I love it. 
Everything's coming up Millhouse But Lisa still passes him by Everything's coming up Millhouse But his flood pants can't keep his eyes dry He gives Nelson Lisa's letter he believes that when she leaves him she'll like Millhouse better He gets knocked to the floor Isn't that what a big sister is for? Everything's coming up Millhouse But nobody likes him at all Everything's coming up Millhouse But the friends that he's got him when he falls Millhouse don't you know wherever you go trouble will follow don't forget classes dismissed at the end and don't lend your glasses to your best friend he'll copy your earring he'll sell you his soul He'll lie about your goldfish Even though you've got the bowl Millhouse Lower your eyebrows And the other one too Friends that you've got laugh at you when you fall. Please make sure that there are plenty of pictures of this moment. I would like it for my Twitter. Flash is fine. Unsatisfactory, as dry as your dad's cracker factory. Life's given you lemons, you've squozen your supply. You know what it feels like when doves cry. Harmony. Let's hear it for the beautiful vocal talent relationship of these two lovely humans. Thank you so much. You could return to your seat. Thank you so much. I have one last song that I'd like to get the gang up back on stage for, and if you know it, sing along. I definitely don't know all the words, so I hope you will sing along. So let's get these folks back up here. This is our closing. Yeah, don't know where buddy. Brian is, but we're going to go with Adam. Where is Brian? Uh, I think he's peeing somewhere. That's funny. Well, who wants to be your replacement, Brian? 
Brian. Oh, there he is. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Brushwood. It's a weird moment to be touching your genitals when somebody calls your name on stage. So I wrote this song about it. Brian wrote this song and I love I you know wrote this song. How does it go again? To the bus driver, bus driver, bus driver. Hail to the bus driver, the bus driver, man. He screams and he cusses, he stinks up the buses. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. One more chorus. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, bus driver. Hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. He stinks. Bus driver, bus driver, bus driver. Jesus, hail to the bus driver, bus driver, man. Keep it going, Riley Gang! Where everything's coming up since, since, thanks so much. Good night. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.